DJ Thomas, and you're listening to Frequency Interrupted. What's up, podcast? Today I have Colleen Cilion. She's a TV and radio personality working from New Orleans all the way to Pensacola and also Rain Body Fuel representative. <laughs> What's up? How are you? I'm good after I just got that fuel in me. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to get you on today. Uh, Colleen, I met you probably five or six years ago right when we were starting my marketing company and you were doing working in the fitness industry. Um, and since then you've done a lot of things and now you're, you know, doing what you're doing now. So I just wanted to get some background on you and kind of let our viewers and listeners know how you come to be and what you got going on. Yeah. A lot is an understatement. I've always <laughs> been, even back from grammar school, I've always loved to be involved in just so many different things because it kept me, you know, pretty much busy, out of trouble. And also just, I love exposing myself to even things that I don't feel comfortable with. And even though I might seem one that's pretty confident, there's a lot of things that I do that I am not too fond about, but I still push myself to do them anyway, because that instant gratification of getting past those walls is pretty amazing. So yeah, when I first met you, I was in Shreveport, Louisiana. Yeah. This was for weightlifting. I'd actually moved there for Olympic weightlifting with LSU West. Yeah. I did have an injury. I had to tear my shoulder uh, that actually doctors couldn't figure out to for the first months actually. And it, it became a bit frustrating, but I still finished out school there and also continue some education at the moment. And it wasn't until I moved back home is when they found the tear in my shoulder from an incident. And it, and it's not from weightlifting. There's a lot of people in misconceptions that, Oh, weightlifting is dangerous. It's not dangerous. I had pushed myself and didn't let the weight go when I should have. So it was absolutely my fault. I, I did have, I yeah, I, had, <laughs> I did have a wonderful coach. Kyle Pierce was just amazing. And so as some here on the North shore in Louisiana, Kelly Guillory is actually my coach now getting back into it. That's another story. So basically I was working for a local gym, Krista strength over in Shreveport and the Bossier area. And I wanted to come back home just for several reasons, more so family to be closer with my parents as they're getting a little bit older. And then I'm just a big family person and I love to surround myself uh, being there. So I was kind of just joking one day with our local meteorologist, Carl Arredondo. Hey, you got a job at the TV station. And he said, <laughs> actually, we do for a camera operator. And I, I was like, camera operator? I was like, all right, because I've done that before, especially in high school and some behind the scenes on camera. And I did have a wonderful job in Shreveport. And so, like, just wonderful members that I worked with. But then I just had this feeling, okay, there's a reason why I just randomly asked him this. So I had actually applied to be a camera operator for New Orleans. Well, I didn't hear anything for about a couple of weeks. And I distinctly remember it was a Friday afternoon. I laid down to take a nap. <laughs> I love naps. <laughs> and I just remember being a little bit bummed out because I wanted to move home. And I just, I closed my eyes. And then as soon as I got into the seat, I got a call from a 504 number. If you're from New Orleans area, you know it's 504. And, uh, Hello? <laughs> And it was actually someone from WWL-TV said, hey, I got your application. would like to have you come in for an interview on Monday. Well, let me tell you this. That was Father's Day weekend. I was in Shreveport. I did have plans for Monday, but I just called work, got in my shift cover because I'm always very good about that. I hauled my butt down here. Monday, interviewed, hired on the spot, told my job up. I'm peacing out. <laughs> I love you guys. Thank you for the opportunity. But it was just so amazing how that brought me here. Yeah. So... From there, I had, especially with the injury, I had just gotten discouraged from the fitness world in general, which I shouldn't have let that discourage me. And anyone who is suffering from any injuries or just in the molly grubs, I do strongly encourage just to still get out of bed, still do what you need to do. Even if it's minimal, just the small things can go a long way, especially for your mental health and overall physical health. So got into channel four and then was working behind the scenes quite a bit with the camera. And then in the midst of all that, someone had reached out to me for iHeartRadio to do some traffic. Okay. Well, I've actually never done radio before, uh, but I'm sure it can't be different from just me, you know, checking things out, delivering reports, stuff like that. Got hired with iHeartRadio, Total Traffic and Weather Network. So I started working with them and coinciding with WWL-TV 
And then I started working a lot more promos for different companies just around the area from liquor to insurance. So just, they're just basically gigs here and there. Right. And I needed to make more money. Okay. That's what I was going to say. Is this like a side hustle thing or yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So I needed to make more money and it's more so because I had shorter hours in the work in the morning show. I needed something a bit more substantial. So I picked up a lot of other stuff. I've always been a hustler. In fact, I'll tell you one, one time, my dad actually got that instilled in me. It, I was maybe about 12 years old and, and or maybe 11. It was like fifth grade elementary school. And he brought me to the French Quarter. I play saxophone and violin. <laughs> and I had, there's some pictures of me playing violin on the corner. He's right across from me. And he taught me about like seed money and hustling. And yeah. uh, from that point forward, I've just never stopped working of course we did that all safely nobody freak out all the karens can calm down so anyways (laughs) i started just doing you know radio tv promos all over the place and then at one point my schedule had gotten a bit so hectic that it was harder to work in the mornings plus late night promos and i started telling my boss i hey i can't do this i can't do this and then to be able to give my all it was best for me to just kind of not be as round as around as much so i was walking out one day of the studio just kind of like reevaluating things in my life and a producer approached me and said hey we've actually been watching you interact with a guest in the morning show and just how you are we'd like to have you try out to be on local lens and this is the point that I really want to emphasize to people this is where when you're doing what you're doing and not doing it either for a for show or just to you're not you're not being fake it's literally just doing what you love to do it shows and then even when you think that your hard work is not basically shining out it is and that really showed me then not that I ever expected anything from that it was very random that I got approached in the hallway but it was just one of those moments of wow this is really paying off just how I am and how I'm just being natural with people and and that just that was a turning point so I got into local lens. That was, we just did like some fun stuff from events and festivals and interviewing people. And of course, going around tasting food and whatnot. And uh, because of budgets and other changes in the system, we had actually recently stopped that. So been from that <laughs> and then kind of just still hanging on, doing radio, a little bit of TV still, not entirely stopping anything. I then had somebody approach me when I was picking up more promos now. Hey, there's a job for a fitness gig. Okay. Like, <laughs> bring it, is this, why is this bringing me back to fitness? Oh, let's see what, I had no idea what I was doing. So I basically applied and I found, because it won't tell you what it's really for at times for these promos. Yeah. And I found it was a marketing manager job for rain okay (laughs) and uh that's how i actually got affiliated with that i'm trying to just give you the rundown of everything yeah no for sure (laughs) kind of just brief and then we can talk about any points that yeah for sure stood out or people would enjoy but uh basically yeah it's just been more of everything kind of dropping everything together everything kind of plays a role with it and i don't allow i i have my jobs that come first of course But then also making sure I'm giving attention to my personal life and my friends and family, and then also becoming grounded and then just traveling to just kind of chill out and relax. But yeah, I've been all over the place (laughs) just from hearing that, you know, it's just kind of been a whirlwind for the past few years. And I'm very blessed and thankful for the opportunities that I've had. But I'll tell you what, a lot of people see on social media, hey, look at these travel pictures. Oh, this is glamorous TV, radio rain, yada, yada. I'm going to tell you what, I'll be the first person to tell you, they don't see me crying at 2 a.m. Oh, no, yeah. or, <laughs> or, or 12 o'clock in the afternoon when I'm tired and a little hangry. And, but I don't sit there and complain on social media because it's not that I'm being fake and not exposing that side of me because I'll be the first, like I just told you to tell you that you do have bad days, but there's no need to carry that on into the media world because there's so much going on right now. I'm not saying that my problems aren't justified, but everybody's going through something. Yeah. Whether you talk about it, you don't talk about it. Whether you think your problems are big or small. I know I get frustrated too if I if I feel ungrateful or sad about something where I'm like, you know what? I really have it good. I have a roof over my head. But it's okay. It's okay not to be okay. It's okay to be upset and allow yourself to feel those feelings and ride those waves of emotion. And that's my biggest advice. And it's just like, look, 
You also don't see me doing coursework and work work when I'm even on my trips over overseas. And, but I'm not sitting there saying, Oh gosh, I have all this work to do because guess what? That's not getting me anywhere. Yeah. Well, I mean, so all that, thanks for the context. So now we can roll all that basically right when you talked about that, like people putting out stuff, putting out, you know, posts and you know, all the glamorous stuff It's different when you're putting it out for attention versus if you're putting it out, sharing inspiration, you know, or something like that. I know a lot of people are pushing stuff out all the time and saying, look at me, look what I'm doing. Let me rub it in your face. But I don't feel like you're that way. You're like, Hey, I'm living life and anyone can do it pretty much. But, um, but back before we get into the weightlifting and the Olympic stuff. So that's interesting to me because you were um, in competition weightlifting. Um, and as a female, that's very interesting industry. Um, but you also said you played saxophone. And so when, when, what age did you start doing that? Fifth grade. Okay, so I, started, I, I played saxophone. <laughs> Nobody knows this. I played saxophone in middle oh. school. Uh, oh, wow. Sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. And then by eighth grade, I was like, uh, it's not cool to be a band geek, so I'm not going to do this. <laughs> but yeah, when I saw, uh, I saw a photo with you, and I was like, holy shit, this is funny. I have to talk about this. Oh, my gosh. And it's funny that you said it's not cool to be a band geek because yeah. I had it worse. I actually not only did band, uh, but I did JROTC. Oh, yeah. So you well. got so I was sides. like completely nerded out. Oh, man. And I still had dance team on the side. So that kind of kept my coolness a little bit. Uh, but I've always just kind of been all over a misfit, per se, yeah, I mean, is the best way to put that's it. pretty much covering all grounds at that point. You know, in that in that time in your life, that's where like you're either with this click or that click. But I mean, you're covering all grounds. So that's pretty cool. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. So about getting into So how did you get into uh, competitive weightlifting before you? So. Actually, I could attribute it back to ROTC times in high school. I was a senior in high school. Well, first of all, we had to be fit. That was part of just something that we right. did. And I remember just enjoying lifting weights. And I started CrossFit as well to get me in shape. Because at this point, I knew that I was getting a scholarship for a college. Okay. And I needed just, I wanted to be the best that I could be. And of course, the best overall. Um, I was very competitive. And I also, my senior year, I said I wanted to join the powerlifting team. Well, I got laughed at. There were no girls on the team. In fact, one of the coaches was, I felt like was against having girls on the team. Yeah. But fortunately, I was able to prove that I could be strong. And I wasn't the girl that was sitting there flirting with all the boys, distracting them. In fact, I was focused in my own little zone. Powerlifting, I, it was interesting I wasn't crazy about being stuck in like the suit by myself with no help at times because the coach wouldn't let the guys help me out. So I had to figure out things on my own. So basically I ended up hiring somebody here on the North shore, Kelly Guillory. She got me just rolling with powerlifting and then said, Hey, you know, you're already strong. You've got like these super strengths. Why don't you consider Olympic weightlifting? Cause it's, you already kind of know the basic fundamentals from CrossFit. So how about you try this? I'm like, oh, weightlifting. Who is this person? Because I went from like pageants and like really thin and not really working out to weightlifting, Olympic weightlifting at that. So I got into that and she got me in my first competition with Gail Hatch and I did really well. And I learned so much about myself and having patience and knowing that even though, let's see, now I can back squat 365 pounds, let's say, I might even have a day where a hundred pounds or even the barbell feels like it just feels impossible. Yeah. And you learn a lot about yourself through weightlifting because of that, knowing to have the patience and knowing that not every day is going to be a great day yeah. and to still push through. Like I was just mentioning earlier. So then after I was doing that, um, in between, so I'm going to back up a little bit between high school and when I went off to my first college experience, I almost lost you there for a second. There we go. Between high school and when I went off for my first college experience, I was fit and in shape great. Um, when I was training with Roxy on the obstacle course, I actually was climbing up a rope and I didn't realize that it was not stable in riding at the top. It actually snapped on me. Damn. I fell on flat on my back. I had damage to my back. Was actually told I would never be able to lift over 20 pounds over my head again. Now, this is right before I was really heavy into Olympic weightlifting, but. My point in saying this is that 
this took about a couple of years to fully get into weightlifting in my first competition. I was told by about like six doctors, I wouldn't be able to lift over 20 pounds over my head. I was told I shouldn't even be running. I had days where I was hurting pretty bad, but with actually yoga and one took one last doctor to believe that I could be healed. Boom. Was jerking over like 230 pounds over my head. Yeah. So if had I got, had I given up and listened to people, I wouldn't have had that experience and then go to Shreveport and come back and do all this stuff. And I also say, of course, listen to your doctors and medical, medical right. professionals, but also like listen to yourself. Sometimes we get wrapped up in like taking this easy route and I could have just tapped out and said, Oh, I, yeah, I don't want to lift heavy weights yeah, anymore. I, mean, I, I, like I, have an ex- I have an excuse now. Yeah. I mean, you have to be, and we talk about, you know, not to get on like a tangent about working out too much, but like, Cause I don't, you know, some of my listeners are not, they don't care, but it's like the same thing. It's like, it's mental fit, fitness and it's physical fitness. And it's a combination of both. If you're not mentally strong enough to realize that, Hey, I can still do, do this. Even though someone told me I possibly can't, as long as it's not detrimental to my health and well being, you usually can, you know, persevere and push through that. And I've, I've seen it a lot. I've heard it a lot. We've had people on the show talk about it and people said they were, you're not going to live tomorrow. You know, you're not going to live for, you know, you may only live for three months or um, you're never going to pick up a weight again. But I think it also attributed back to the mind of being strong mentally and then also physically. And the thing with weightlifting, like you were talking about, is when you, um, instead of doing it, just say, okay, go on a tangent or trend more, rather basically do it for two or three weeks or maybe even two or three months and then get burnt out and really don't see results anymore and stopping. The days that you don't want to go or the best days to go. And I, yeah, I mean, I, I've noticed that in, uh, back whenever, you know, during fight training, like there was days where I did not want to go. Like I did not want to go because I know it was going to kill me and I was going to feel like shit and I was going to get beat up. And, and then you get done with that workout and you're like, damn, it wasn't that bad. You know, it's like, that's the biggest part is being able to push through that stuff. Oh, absolutely. And that's something that I've learned, thankfully, because of weightlifting and having great coaches and I've also had experiences that weren't so great, but you know what? That has been able to develop me into a better understanding person, yeah. especially when I was coaching my kids. It was, hey, I knew what not to do or what would work for them because everybody's so different. And like, you know, when you're not feeling it on those days, either take a quick power nap, 10, 15 minutes, maybe have to have an attitude adjustment, wake up almost like a new day, yeah. uh, get some fuel for your body, uh, especially now. We're eating in the say weird, but you know what I mean? Society as a whole just eating more junk and things that are, I'm bad about that, working on it, but things that aren't good for your overall health. And it's also making you groggy and not wanting to do those things and your body aching. So it's really about taking care of yourself physically, mentally, and emotionally along with nutrition. Yeah. I mean, I completely agree. Now you, um, so you went, you're in college and you're going through all these, uh, you're doing the lift weightlifting and stuff now. What were you focused on in college to where, because I feel like it sounds like you were on another route and then you made a shift to where you're at now. What was the, uh, what was your major in college? Sports administration. Okay. And now you're in a completely, totally different industry. Yeah. And in fact, it was actually through LSUS didn't even have, and they still don't have that program. It was through LSU Baton Rouge, but I went to LSUS for the Olympic weightlifting team while still taking courses through LSU Baton Rouge. And it's funny that you mentioned that because now it's health behavior even though that's totally not media and TV, I enjoyed it because maybe one day as another side gig or something, or do it as my full time and have all this, you know, with the media and rain and fun stuff as a side, hopefully I can help somebody in the future. Uh, But yeah, no college was, had pretty much nothing to do with anything that I foresaw that I would be doing currently. Yeah, it's, it's funny how that works. I have that conversation a lot with people is that basically you you go through all that and you may want to do something, then you get out in the world and start moving around and figuring out, okay, how am I going to react to this? What is this like? Okay, I really don't like this because of X, you know, or Y. And then you get into realizing that possibly what you spent all that time on isn't even what you want to do with your life, you know? But you don't really, you don't really find out until you get out and move around. You can't, you know? Yeah, and the... The best advice I would say to go with is truly go with the flow. Learning to adapt. That's the biggest, especially for our society now, that we're so we're fast changing constantly. Yeah. And to have that mindset of, well, this is not how we've always done it. And I've been like that at some points. I'm sure many other yeah. people have. 
because you get in that routine of, well, this is, this is how we're doing it. Well, this of, of not changing anything, but you know what, because especially because of technology and yeah. everything oh else God. going on. Yeah. And then that's the C word that's happening right now, yeah. <laughs> the pandemic to have that mindset of like, well, we can't change this. You're not going to grow and excel and be able to have these opportunities. The opportunities that I got from doing what I'm doing now is because I was learning to adapt, even though I mainly didn't agree with what was happening at the yeah. time or was kicking and screaming and saying, like, I don't know why this is happening or why did this door close? But allow stuff to happen. Like if a friend decides to just not talk to you anymore for whatever reason, allow it to happen. Yeah. You know, there's people and jobs for a time and a season. Both will put you on a track to where you need to be. I agree. I think when you were talking about earlier, um, you know, someone reached out who worked with you and said, hey, do you want to do this? Because I, I see how you interact with people. I think it's um, beautiful whenever someone's in the middle of doing something they love, they shine brighter, you know what I mean? So like being able to recognize that in yourself and then other people see it too. You know, if you're in the, in the motions of doing what you like to do, even though you may hate your job right now, but you have something else you love to do and you're putting energy in, in into that, if you want to keep doing it, eventually it can become your full-time, you know, gig if you want it to be. But it's like, it's funny how that happens because people get stuck in a rut where they're doing something they hate and, you know, they spread negative energy all, all around them and then there's no momentum there and they lose it versus getting in there, doing what you want to do and then making people around you realize that, hey, this person's got something going here, no matter what it is, you know, any talent, any hobby, anything. Yeah, and to piggyback on that, I have received comments like, so when you're talking back about posting on social media and not bragging, Oh yeah. I had times when I'd have people reach out messaging me, text me, whatever it was. How come you get to do all this? Or oh, must, be nice. you, must be nice. <laughs> right. must be nice. Or work yeah. sent you to China, work sent you to yeah. wherever you went uh, over whatever place you went over to overseas. No. Yeah. Well, you were with so-and-so. Well, yeah, but we, I went on vacation. Well, how are you able to afford that? Here's my thing. Yeah. Number one, if there is a will, there is a way, people. I'm telling you right now, I'm not the richest person on this earth, but I make decisions in my life and do extra work to be able to do whatever I'm able to do with the time. And I don't have kids. So that is something that I know holds a lot of people back. Right. And at the moment, while I don't, I would like to do whatever I am able to do without any restrictions or feeling guilty for leaving anyone. And you know what? There's just so many wonderful opportunities out. In fact, China, for example, here's an example, 600 bucks round trip, including the flights and all the flights over there and hotels that we actually stayed in four and five star hotels. And I'll tell you what, whenever I'm traveling, I don't really care about that stuff. I can stay in a hostel because yeah. it's about the experience. Of course we save. We yeah. don't want like a taken yeah. situation. Not, I don't want to spend on a ridiculous amount of money on somewhere I'm just going to sleep at. There's no reason to do so. Right. And so people don't realize that. So when they're thinking about the financial aspect of even traveling, it's like, Oh, well, I got all this money. No, you can do it so much cheaper and stop spending money on cigarettes and alcohol and other yeah. things that yeah. you say you don't have money for. Like for instance, there's another girl that goes to Starbucks every day. Yeah. Well, how, how come you got to go to Denmark the other day? Well, not the other day. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Everything feels like the other day now yeah. in this kind of situation. Well, you get Starbucks every day, right? Well, yes. I guarantee you, don't get Starbucks every single day and you'll be able to go wherever you want in the next few months. No dissing on Starbucks, of course. Right. But just as oh, an example just a, for a financial It's anything. Aspect. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It's like cigarettes, um, tobacco, like alcohol. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone loves their, you know, their stimulant, whatever it may be. But yeah, I mean, and here's the thing. You can, people spend the amount of money it takes on a round trip flight and room and board over a weekend blowing it on going out and drinking and having dinner at, at local places they've already been to and been going to for five or six years. Why not go, you know, spend the money and do, you know, experience something, but we're just kind of sometimes we're program like that. We don't realize it, you know, looking from the thousand yeah. foot view and saying, Hey, you could take X amount of money and time and go do this. And then some people, like you said, some people have kids or whatever it may be. Um, but even still, you know, creating experiences and being able to do things and not, you know, getting in a lull of just sitting around and not doing anything. We, we have, we have one, one life. That's it. You know what I mean? So like right, I'm right. with you on that, whereas I'm trying to do stuff constantly and um, with the C word going on right now, restricts things, but Hey, flights are cheaper right now. Um, so if, there, if there's somewhere you wanted to go across the, um, you know, the map that you can get to, you know, go now if you can. 
Oh, absolutely. And then even to the aspect of posting, you know, at one point I didn't want to post anything and I still haven't posted a lot of pictures for yeah. my trips because I had that feeling of, Oh, well, I don't want to seem like I'm bragging, but you know what? They, I know that there are people that I'm inspiring that do reach out and right. say, thank you so much. Thank you for showing us this. I'll never be able to go here. So that's right. awesome. And they're actually genuinely happy for me, but I just want to encourage people to just really just go for whatever you want. Do you want to go to Madagascar? Go to Madagascar. Yep. There's, there are, there's nothing holding you back, but yourself. I agree. I mean, you, we get into these constant motions of not doing what we want to do and we create excuses like subconsciously. We don't even realize we're doing it, but we create these excuses for ourselves. Well, I can't go because I have this next week or I really got to do this thing or my family has expects me to be here for this, you know, but there again, it's, it's, it's a balance between being able to be selfless and selfish at the same time, because Sometimes I have to take a step back and say, okay, I need to be selfish and focus on myself for a little bit here because I'm constantly doing all these other things. But I also have to realize that if I don't take time for myself to kind of grow and mentally, um, when you know, whatever your religion or beliefs are, whether it be, you know, pray or, you know, whatever, you know, that's, that's really important is taking that step back and spending time, like some self-reflection time. You know, where, you know, where you can actually grow yourself before you can make a movement. You know, a lot of, a lot of people have to do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I said, meditate, pray, whatever it may be. Yeah. And one of my favorite phrases is replace. I don't have time with, it's not a priority. Yeah. And that's something I have on one of my headlines for Instagram. And that really speaks to me because at times when I'm like, ah, I'm overwhelmed. I don't have time to do this. I'm like, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, and I barely watch TV as it is, but it's like, you know, there's times where I have played around a little bit. I'm like, no, I did have time and I could have time and I do have time, but I just yeah. need to make the time, make yeah. it a priority. I, I correct myself and I correct people all the time, but I, I catch myself correcting myself as well saying, I don't have time. That's bullshit. We all have the same amount of time. Of course you may have different priorities than me, but it's always, I'll, and I'm bad about this, especially around people. I know I'm like, you don't make the time, not, you don't have the time. And that's like a stickler for me, but you know, and some people don't have that mentality and that's okay too. You know, I'm not pushing my, whatever on someone but i'm saying if you if you need some help you need some answers or you want some motivation here's what i think you should do to to get you know get this result oh yeah yeah so now what you're doing now um you're doing the news um you're doing radio you're doing tv you're covering traffic um what's it like during we'll just talk about this for a minute because we're already in it um the pandemic in new orleans as a whole i know it suffered a lot like the industry um all the all the events that you know there's hundreds going on every day normally all the bars and restaurants that are suffering what is it what's it like down there right now is it is it starting to open back up again is it healing a little bit or where are we at right now Boy, please, it's a hot mess. <laughs> and I say that with a laugh because at this point, you you can't even be sulking about it. And I mean, granted, right. there's people who are upset. And I get it. I, it is tragic for those who are suffering financial difficulties and other problems right now because of the pandemic, plus storms, plus everything else that's going on for 2020. In fact, we call it in New Orleans the curse of the Hard Rock Hotel because of the situation that happened yeah. this past year or last year. If those and, of you don't know, you need to Google that. It's, uh, it, was, it was crazy. <laughs> yes. And they actually just recovered the bodies finally. Yeah. So anyways, for New Orleans, we're such a melting pot of many cultures and the food is amazing. And we thrive off of events and music. We're not just like right. some other town or city that's just like kind of hanging out being a town or city. We are just like, we're popping constantly until now. And even though Louisiana is in phase three, New Orleans is still in phase two with restrictions. Yeah. The bar is not open. And, it's been, a, it's been a difficult ride for especially the tourism industry and also those who are locally here because that's what we do. That's what New Orleans is, is the music, the events, the festivals, and, and all in my other jobs, the promos with the, the rain and everything else that I do, that's directly affected by that. So thankfully, we've been able to do help out with first responders, do those drops that we can for hospitals right. and other people who have been pretty consistent essential workers throughout. Um, but overall, it's just... It's one of those things that I know that people are upset, especially with the school situation right now. It is yeah. just a mess still. And the best way to handle this is, granted, I don't have kids, but I'm seeing what's going on from family members and friends adapting, just going with it. Yeah. Stop trying to the fight the force. Yeah. Now, if there's things that people need to speak up for, absolutely, I'm all for that. But overall, there's the inevitable of this is how it's going to be. 
and you're going to have to go go with the flow. Yeah, and I mean, you're not gonna, you're not gonna, you're, you're one person is not gonna. You bitching about it's not gonna change anything. If the, if that's the overall rule and what we we need to do to adapt and make it work right now, you're just gonna have to go with the flow. Shut up, put your head down and work. You know, I I, I see that a lot here. I see it there. See it abroad. Um, and it's one of those things where it's the overall adapt or fail you know, approach at this point for everything. Just like you were talking about earlier with technology, like technology doesn't discriminate. It doesn't matter. The internet doesn't discriminate. There's no race. There's no sex. It's just boom, here it is. This is what it's doing. We're constantly evolving. We're constantly developing. And we're not moving backwards. We're not looking backwards. We, we have to focus on, okay, we've been through this pandemic. We've faced all these hardships. What do we have to do to keep everyone healthy, keep everyone safe and slowly build and evolve back to hopefully a new normal or even a better normal. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And it's interesting how we went from everyone being together and loving each other when the pandemic first started to all this separation and hate to, and it's just back and forth. We're always going to have this pool, whatever it's regarding, whether it's a topic, a a situation. And it's just more of, I wish people would just, Namaste. Yeah. <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. not always going to be what we want. Nope. And I wish that more people were able to even have disagreements, but understand and still love each other versus, oh, you don't, you don't, you don't like hurricanes from New Orleans, like the drinks. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be a little, you know, but yeah. it's just, I, I just, I crave that just the love that I wish people could have and understanding. And I think that for sure, those who go through stuff are more understanding than those who just kind of seem like life is just fun and dandy or they're actually ignoring their own problems. But just slow down, have patience. You know, a lot of things or problems that happen is because of the, our reactions to things. And that's the only thing that we actually do have control over. You know, when people are feeling like this pandemic's just, I don't have control over this, I don't have control over that. You really do have control over your attitude. Granted, yeah. you'll have those feelings that you need to feel. But overall, don't try to not take it out on somebody. I know I'm guilty yeah. of that at times. We all are human. But just kind of just pausing. Think about the situation. Will this matter a year from now? Will I remember even what I was arguing about a year from now? Probably yeah. not. <laughs> but somebody will, rem- will remember how you make them feel. And that's important. Of course. We're, I mean, we're all going through something. I mean, right now, it's, it's hard for everyone. No matter what industry, no matter background, whatever, what, whoever you are, wherever you're at, it's hard. It's, everything's changed. But um. We're in it together. You know, we need to be anyways, if you know, we're not. And, um, you know, not to, I don't even want to get on a negative standpoint of that because that's not the, my attitude towards it. And I don't, you know, I don't promote that ever. You know, you got to do what you got to do. Look ahead. We're worried about yesterday. Quit arguing about dumb shit. <laughs> Look at the, you know, the big picture and getting, getting stuff resolved for sure. So what do you, um, what do you think, what, what's next for you? What you got coming up as far as, you know, uh, you're, you're always doing something, you know, do you have any new, I'm always uh, up something. Yeah. do you have anything <laughs> that you're, you know, chasing right now or, or any new goals you're wanting to achieve? I do. Okay. They're currently in the works. I've had, have some people working on some things with me and I won't quite release it yet, okay. but it's exciting. And at least for me to, it's an outlet to have as some for some stress relief to say the okay. least so of course i'll be posting that so keep up to date with that for sure for now. okay <laughs> but yeah something's in the works <laughs> do you have um are you still are you back in the um are you back working out doing crossfit anything like that uh crossfit no okay. <laughs> but i do have my personal trainer that i work with consistently when i'm around yeah. <laughs> and uh she keeps me in check for the most part but my problem is just like i i like junk food and oreos and all that other stuff and i can just like <laughs> list everything that i want but um yeah and just doing basic light stuff right now i'm more working on physique for reasons that coming in the future and just more so focusing and taking care of myself i still am actually just had surgery for my shoulder in november of this okay. past year and I'm not entirely recovered yet, so I'm not going buck wild on anything. Just kind of just doing basic stuff to help with overall health. So, what's your um, what's your number one kryptonite in junk food? <sighs> well, let's go sweets first. <laughs> so it used to be anything Bluebell or Ben and Jerry's, like the core flavors. Yeah. 
But the Oreos, like doing a line of Oreos, and this sounds awful, but like a legit line of Oreos, like I could just destroy them. Yeah. They just made me so happy. And then, of course, the different flavors, and I did the Oreo challenge. I could fit however many in my mouth. And I love <laughs> Oreos, especially with milk and Lucky Charms. Like I can get, we get, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk about all my vices now. I don't want to give away, like, my secrets. But, uh, oh, yeah, candy corn. I eat crayons, that's, too. That's interesting. Candy corn is, like, one of those things no one wants. Yeah, but I saw a post earlier on Facebook. Yeah, if you like candy corn, you must like crayons. Yeah, I definitely ate the glitter crayons back in first grade. Um, anyways, and then salty. I'm not, okay, chips and queso. Chips and queso. I, right there, chips and queso. See, I just, when they, I'm at the point, which this has taken like 10 years of evolution for me. I'm at the point to where like, don't bring this shit to my table. Don't bring the chips and the hot sauce to my table. Because oh, yeah. if it's sitting there, sometimes I won't eat it, but it's 50-50. It's where my self-control is at based on how hungry I am, you know, or what's coming next. But uh, yeah, I'm like, don't bring it to the table. And, and sweets for me, I'm just not a big sweets person anymore. I used to be, but it's kind of, um, this is probably the sweetest thing I have all day long. Um, besides for margaritas, I love margaritas if they're made right. <laughs> like that's, oh, that's my balance, yeah. for sure. But, um, yeah, I mean, and I brought that up because you're talking about, you know, you're working on that and I see that a lot. Like people try to, and we've talked about it before on the show, but people try to go too full fledged into something instead of just taking it one little piece at a time and, Hey, I need to start exercising. Okay. Well then start there. Then, Hey, I need to start eating healthy, but then they go on to like this full fledged, okay, you know, chicken breast and green beans and, you know, do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I meant tomorrow, the next day. Yeah. You just have to pull out one little thing at a time, you know? Maybe take out. Yeah. It smells like the Oreos are going to be the last thing, though. Yeah, and I think some people, like, at least for me, I would rather be completely absent from eating the junk when I'm, like, on because when I have, like, one bite, I'm, like, shocked. It smells good yeah. because I'm, like, I can't. I have my self-control sucks for that. But even more so recently, I've been working on having those proportions and allowing myself, Hey, this is not bad to have, and I can have it, but just have like one or two or three bites, not the whole entire yeah. package. So that's helped. But everybody has the different struggles they have with the food world of, you know, but yeah, going balls to the wall of like cutting out stuff that doesn't, at least doesn't work for me, but then I have to have at least my cheat meal or something. But then that turns into a cheat day. I don't know. It depends on what <laughs> mood I'm in that I'm going to need it or if I'm around like female time or any of that other stuff. But it's probably a little bit uh, of a difficult situation to deal with. Yeah. Yeah, that's another thing um, since you brought it up. Um, yeah, I know females struggle with that more whenever you're in that cycle to where you crave all things sweet, <laughs> all things bad for you. I'm, Man, I'm like, oh, no, what is wrong with me? Oh, gosh, why does my life feel like it sucks when it doesn't? Oh, more food, I feel great. <laughs> and then it's like passed out from like all the bad junk food and the sugar high. And then I'm just like, yeah. I feel so groggy. And then I'm like, oh, my life's okay. Well, I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it, but we're... Uh, and, you know, to that point, basically, we're all like constantly working on something, you know, whether it be, hey, I need to quit drinking so much or, hey, I need to quit eating this thing all the time or, hey, I need to work out or, hey, I need to quit feeling sorry for myself and crying every night when I go home because I hate my boss. You know, there's these things that we all constantly have to work on. I feel like instead of hitting them all at one time and focus on focus on focusing on every one of those all at one time to just dissect that and say, OK, what's the first thing I need to take away, you know, or change or adjust for sure. Yeah. And the fact that you brought up the whole, uh, not happy with your boss situation, that's something, you know, it's really sad when you have a fantastic employee. Yes. You can have a fantastic employee, never late. I mean, granted things happen. So I can understand, you know, Mm -hmm. but somebody that's not consistently late or like somebody that just does their job, even does extra things without being asked, they get, shit on and yes i said shit on and it's really i hope that people realize their self-worth and don't allow themselves to feel so low because of somebody's opinion of value when they're not even around half the time and i hope that those people can realize there are thousands and thousands of jobs minus whatever's going on with the market there are plenty of jobs even here right here in slidell in new orleans that people can just change. I know people don't like change, but if you're that miserable and it's consistently, 
then it's time for a change. Now, of course, you're going to have good days and bad days. Don't just leave a job because of something you messed up or whatever happened because it happens and the grass is not always green on the other side. But if you're always miserable waking up, you need to do something different and get over yourself. Yeah. I said this the other day, if you're not waking up and looking forward to do something today, there's a problem, whether it's job, life, whatever. And a lot of people are just scared shitless because they're so insecure, you know, or they, they're lean on something. They lean on, well, how, how is it going to affect my kids? How's it going to affect my family? What are my friends going to think of me? You know, uh, judgment, you know, all those things. It's, it restricts us from making life improvements because we're worried about what others think or, you know, how it may negatively impact you. But overall, you, yeah, you may struggle for a couple of weeks. And if you leave where you're at to go, you know, pursue something else, but being happy and being broke is better than being in a job where you're, you know, financially stable, but miserable in my opinion, because I've been on both sides of the spectrum. I've been broke as hell and happy doing something. And I've made a lot of money and I was miserable. You know, now it's like finding a balance between that. Okay. There's a lot of things I don't want to do every damn day, but running a business, you have to. And back to you talking about, you know, being an employee and not being happy. Like if there's any people out there listening or watching that are a business owner, you have to put your employees first. You have to, because at the end of the day, they're what's running your business. Yeah. You're the boss and yeah, you're doing things, but you have to put them first because you have sit here and delegated things to them and now you're leaning on them, but if you're constantly not, you know, not even rewarding them or giving them bonuses or it ain't only have to be monetarily, but if you're not like saying, Hey, great job, you know, Hey, I appreciate you. Not just, Hey, you need to do this, do this. Hey, this you took the words out my mouth. Absolutely. Yes. I hate it. You know, and I, and, and I'm, I'm guilty of that coming from a um, corporate background, you know, in oil and gas, but also from a corporate substructure, basically, I've had to reevaluate and readapt how I operate because I'm like, okay, I don't have to, you're not just a number now. I'm not just a number. You're not just a number. Everything is a moving part and everything we do matters. So let's recognize that and make sure we highlight those things, not constantly get on someone's ass or bitch at them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, people will become faithful and do more than expected when a simple I appreciate you is great even if not just that just don't treat your employees like crap you know we're all even though like you know you have your boss and employees I don't ever look at my boss as above me if that makes sense it's more of hey we're equals but you just have a different job your job is to make sure I'm doing my job but you're not like in the boss of me if that makes sense like I have that mentality but I also respect my bosses even if I've had bosses that aren't so great I make sure that I can still go home and sleep at night because of choosing my attitude no matter what happened and that is extremely important and I hope that people can realize that especially when you're angry in that moment or you have had situations happen or people will say things and I you you have that human instinct to react there's times when I've been treated very poorly by just even outside of work. I just take that moment to just kind of ground myself and just think and think, no, don't react. Don't do this. Don't do this. And you know what? Eventually things will subside and get better. But I wish people would also know that not everything needs a reaction because that's when, you know, things can get worse and stuff like that. Man, I've had even back to people disliking others or complaining I've had people that I don't know tell some friends or acquaintances of mine, oh, I don't like Colleen. Well, <laughs> why don't you like Colleen? You don't even know. Yeah. Well, she just seems too happy. Seems. Oh, God, seems. I'm too happy. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> and yeah, it's I mean, sad to me. It's like, you know what? Like, you can have happiness too. Yeah. Like, get, get to know me. That's my biggest thing. I have, I can count my friends on my hands. So if you're saying you're my best friend, you better check yourself because yeah. I can count them on my hand. I can have 5,000 Facebook friends, but I'm telling you right now, I have a very core few and those that actually know me. And if you have an opinion that's altering of what I'm putting on, come get to know me. That's, yeah, that's I mean, let's not have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's always that. I mean, there's always going to be that if you're doing something to try to help others or you're doing something to help yourself. And if you're putting positive vibes out 24 seven or at least 80% of the time, um, there's going to be a hater. There's going to be someone talking shit. And it's only because, and I feel bad for those people. I don't talk shit. If anyone ever comes at me negative, I will not argue at all. Especially if it's a keyboard ninja that does, that has literally no accountability. <laughs> yeah. They have no accountability and they're just hiding behind their own, you know, 
self, whatever issues they're having, like I feel bad for those people. And I'd rather say, Hey, you know, I'm sorry you don't agree with this or I'm sorry you feel that way, but you know, maybe this, you know, maybe try this, you know, or something like that. I'm not going to say, Hey, you know, because you want to say, you don't, you have a problem with me. And I, I think a lot of us do that. And I, it's part of, you know, growing up, you know, remember when you were in school and people like, Oh, that person talks shit. I'm going to go fight them. Or, or so-and-so said, so-and-so's, a, you know, she's bad news, you know, or whatever. <laughs> and it's, it's just basically reliving high school in a, a digital world. It's hilarious. So if you could just navigate those things, cause I feel like I love the people. You remember the people in high school that just got along with everybody? It was just you literally. But then people didn't like that either. Apparently, yeah, they, didn't, they didn't. They didn't. But you, they would have people that would talk shit like, "No, I can't believe so and so." But I've noticed that. I remember it's been a couple of years now. But uh, I had my high school reunion, and we were all reunited. And the people I thought were going to be successful and shine haven't done much because they peaked in high school. And I hate talking about like referencing that. It is what it is. You know, you make your choices, you live your life. But those people that were focused and nice to everyone and positive. I look at them and I was like, man, holy shit, they've done something with themselves. You know, they're looking at the bigger picture. They're not, you know, focused and caught up in the noise over here about, you know, who, who's worried about who has the Doc Martens. Remember those, those were popular back then or, or who, you know, who has the, yeah. who has the cheap clothes, you know, you know, or who has the, well, the cell phones at the time too. What, what year did you graduate? What's up? Oh, 12. Well, even back then, that's when cell phones were coming out yeah. and like the iPhones are coming out. I didn't have all that to start with. Right. And I remember feeling kind of, but like, you know what? I didn't treat anybody poorly. I didn't treat those people who had more than me mm-hmm. any differently than I treated the people who were really struggling to even eat yeah. versus even the janitor. I remember yeah. having conversations with the janitor in the hallway and I remember getting laughed at by students and even some teachers would make comments like, oh, why are you talking? To-? No, like they're not anybody lower than us just because they're doing their job and cleaning up things. And I hate that mentality and I hate using the word hate, but that's just something that like my point was about treating your bosses and everybody as equals just kindness. And I have flaws. I work on it. It's a struggle, especially those who are unkind, but it is possible to still love and change your heart. I agree. I think we, we get into a mentality to where we're, you know, we, we focus so much on our problems and we project those things on people. If we're having a bad day, you know, whether it's at the office or at the house, you know, and it's just one of those things. We're always working on it. You know what I mean? I just feel like we always need to be working on it. And it is what it is. It's a full-time job. Being a human being is a full-time job. Functioning in society and doing the things you're supposed to do is a full-time job. You know, I, we all have our issues, but shit, it's a work in progress. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a full-time job with no manual, no guidelines. Yeah. No, yeah. uh, you just gotta, it's a free for all figuring it out yourselves. But thankfully sure. there are people, you know, if you truly surround yourself with people who are uplifting and also not, you know, there's those groups too that you can have, you know, your different friends, you can have, go out and have fun with these friends. You can go yeah. talk to these friends about certain situations, but just making sure that your core core are really people that, you pretty much take a bullet for. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't take a bullet for all my core, <laughs> but my point is, is to, like, I would do anything. Like just one of my good guy friends right around the corner from me, I would just drop anything to go help him yeah. out if he needed a situation. Or even if I had to wake up at 3 a.m. for work, I would make sure if he's having a problem at 2 a.m., I wouldn't hesitate and I would go take care of it immediately. And that is so important to have those people that you can call on. And some people don't have that. You know what I mean? And if you don't, you can find that easily. And you can be that person and attract those people yeah, like you that. You can be that person that reaches out. You know, when you see someone, even you don't know, on social media or whatever it is, you know, you see someone struggling and you be that person to reach out. That may be the connection you needed. You know, if you don't have those people to lean on. I did realize it because I don't want to be in a selfish mentality saying, hey, I have this. And then thinking about these people that don't have that. But I had to get my circle very small. And um, get away from some people that were infecting me. I'm not saying anything bad on them, but there's some people that we didn't we didn't live the same anymore. Um, there's negative vibes, and it was pulling at me. And and you don't start realizing these things when you're younger. About your mid twenties, late twenties, you start kind of the, the light kind of flips on. Sometimes, maybe a little later in life for some people, and some people possibly never realize it. But you have to make you have to make sure that everyone around you have the same. If you're trying to better yourself, have you know those type of people around you. Your environment has to be better. 
You know, some people have a bad environment at home. Well, reach out to someone, ask for some help. Or if you know someone has that, you know, reach out to them and see if you can help. Because I think we always are so, you know, in our box and afraid of judgment again, or trying to reach out and say, okay, well, am I overstepping? But if you know someone needs something, reach out, you know what I mean? Yeah, and a lot of people I find, and then even with myself, at times I struggle with feeling stuck. And that stuck feeling, man, I tell you what, it can prevent you from doing some amazing things. And I have a friend that has an unstuck living business. It's actually for like organizing, cleaning homes, getting stuff ready to put on the market. But she's spoken so many words of wisdom to me beyond her business of the unstuck living of actually life itself, not being stuck in you know, what you're doing and that there's always ways out, you know, especially when you are going through something, you're feeling really, really low mm-hmm. there. Just think about those three months from now. I know sometimes it's hard for people to think about, you know, what's happening later today, but just being stuck in a mentality and overall, any of that type of stuff, just with people mm-hmm. get unstuck. The, the problem's always so huge and the solution is always so simple. It really is but it just, sometimes it seems unachievable. You know what I mean? Like you can't reach it, but it's usually so simple. Like, uh, I need to quit drinking so much. Stop. You know what I mean? I'm drinking because of all these reasons. The solution is to stop. You know what I mean? But you may have to go through certain motions to get to that solution, but the the problem is so massive and so crazy. Um, so we're, we're getting close to end here. I want to, you know, talk to you a little bit more, but, um, I do have you a gift. Um, I like to give my guests gifts and, um, I'm going to shoot it to you in your email, but basically, um, I don't know you that well, but I know you're into health and fitness. So I have a, a clothing line that I like to wear. They have funny, edgy shit that they, you know, that, you know, graphic tees and stuff like that. So I'm going to shoot you a gift card for them and you can, you know, plug them if you like, you know, there's no, oh, I, I don't make any money off them. I just like them as a company. They're cool people. I like to support, you know, local businesses or smaller businesses that, that have good values. So I'll shoot you that. But um, before we wrap up, is there anything else that you want to talk about or plug that we may have not talked about because honestly we could do this for another hour <laughs> i could you know i could talk to you all day i think we'd have to have an agenda yeah. because there's so much to talk about yeah. and you know especially when people if you're asking them oh something wrong with you no or what's wrong with mine nothing that's that's a lie oh, because oh, there's oh, so yeah. much it's just you have to tap into it and hopefully you know maybe in the future next year i'll be talking to you again we don't we'll see how things go or where yeah. we're both at but the biggest thing is just to worry about yourself. In fact, look up that YouTube video. It's a little girl in a car. Just type in worry about yourself, girl in the car, whatever it is. And she's just buckling. She's trying to buckle herself. Yeah. And the guy's turning around saying, hey, you got that? Or, you know, whatever he's saying. She's like, worry about yourself. And she's trying so hard to buckle. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to her. Worry about yourself. And she's like, you drive. Like, that's the, the best advice I can give is just really worrying about yourself because the right people will be in your life at the right time and stop worrying about pissing people off like yeah. about taking care of yourself. You know, when you have yeah. to take care of schoolwork or work, work, your true friends will understand that you'll have time after you're finished accomplishing what you need to do to have a better life and be able to do what you want, like traveling and stuff like that. Awesome. So, well, I like it. It's all good stuff. All good vibes. Um, it's good to see you. I haven't seen you forever. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I hope everything's, I'm going to come down that way soon. So I'll give you a shout. I hope everything, you know, starts slowly unfolding down there and you guys are back in the healing mode, you know, dealing with all this bad weather and stuff. And then the pandemic has just been a nightmare, but you know, we're all in it together. Yeah. We'll hook you up with some rain too. When you come down here, oh, yeah. I'm all about <laughs> Get that. Fueled I, up. I live on this stuff these days. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Thanks again for coming on and everyone please subscribe to the podcast.